Welcome to this week's live. This is going to be a slight change from our normal live that we do just because I really want to dedicate this to um, the iOS 14. So normally we're doing like question and answers and big lessons and all of that stuff. Um, but today I really just want to focus it on this big piece because it is a large change in the ecosystem or it's a big fear and, and I really want to address it. So first off, what we're going to do is we're going to say, what do we know about iOS 14? We're going to put these changes into context. And then we're also going to address what do we need to do? What are our best practices to make changes? And then how do we plan for everything? Hi, down there, everybody. I see you on the, the by the way, I'm primarily talking to the Facebook Live video because this is going to look forever. But if you're on Periscope, thank you. And please, please tweet at me all the questions that you have. And I'll address them all of this after um after the live so want to make sure that everybody's getting if you want to ask questions during the live i recommend that you join the facebook group it's a uh, facebook disruptor ads and bots sexy tips and tricks and tactics by charlie t uh follow me also on twitter at ct the disruptor uh shout out to also at the porch online my show with Raba. um so all of that fun stuff let's get into the fucking ios 14 debate so First off, what is this? Let's do some context. iOS 14 is a new update on the operating system for Apple devices. There's basically gonna force a change in how people are allowed to track data. And um, this is, first off, not new. We've had um, iOS issues. Um, we've had iOS privacy concerns and, and changes in their operating. Um, basically, for the last three years, every fucking year, this has happened. Uh, we saw it in, in iOS 13. We saw it with iOS 12. I, I think we even saw it with iOS 11. Tim Cook has a fucking hard-on for all this shit. And it absolutely has nothing to do with Apple eventually releasing their own ad product, I promise. Uh, it's also like a wink-wink, nudge-nudge kind of thing, right? So anyway, um, with all that being said, what this is ultimately going to do is restrict the amount of data that we're allowed to pass back and forth through Apple apps. Now, people might say, well, I'm not using an app, I'm just using Facebook, but remember, Chrome and Safari and your browsers and the, app, and the Facebook app itself is an app that people use. So very much this will apply to everybody using an iOS device. Now, a place where I was wrong is in that Facebook solution is to basically be compliant with Apple, um, which is going to force them to change how they're tracking data across everything. So we are going to see a fundamental change in the sh in a shift in how data is collected across all devices, whether it's an iOS 14, 13, Android, laptop, iPad, Fire, whatever. Um, you're going to see differences there. So that is something to understand. This is a fundamental shift in how the data is collected. But I'm not scared. You shouldn't be either. All right, so second thing that we're gonna see is that now um, part of that change is that we're gonna see less data points on the user. We're only gonna pass back the last data point that the user has given us. So if they have uh, purchased, we're gonna pass back a purchase. If they abandoned cart before purchasing, we're gonna send uh, uh, an add to cart, but no, uh, an add to cart pixel. Um, if we uh, see a, um, they go to the product page and never leave, and never add to cart, then it'll be a view content or, or whatever the last thing on the journey is. And we're gonna have to define what that waterfall of events are. And we're gonna get up to eight events. Now, mind you, um, this is standard events 
eight of them. It does not restrict our ability to have um, custom conversion events. You can say a purchase on this URL is a custom conversion event. So you can absolutely still optimize towards SKU. You can absolutely optimize lookalike audiences around that. You can optimize towards any of the efforts because you're still using a purchase pixel or a subscription or a lead gen or a registration or whatever fucking thing is important to you. You're still using all of that. So there's no real concern there. And what we're going to be able, what we're going to see in the far as the data is concerned. The second issue that we might see from this though, is that our audiences might not comprise of everything. If you make a purchase, it's not going to pass back to you also added to cart or that you do content. This has some people worried. I'm not terribly worried about that for two reasons. One, we only really want to be optimizing towards the late stage events anyway. And this is a global effect that is going to impact every single advertiser in the same way for all platforms. So there's no like edge gained in the system and market economies will adjust for how this works. And since we're driving towards a purchase event anyway, if we're not optimizing towards the add to cart, I don't really care who the people look like that are adding to cart. I want to know who the people are that are purchasing. It might reduce the value of me being able to find a purchase, but it will not affect the auto advanced matching of users that um, have added to cart on a, com on a competitor's page. If we have advanced matching, say I'm running New Balance, which I used to do. Say I'm running New Balance and you go to Nike and we both got red trainers, right? And you add to cart but abandon on the red trainers. I am going to know that you abandoned cart. And so I'm going to hit you with my purchase um, uh, campaign. And that's already happening anyway with advanced matching and is something that we can control for and is not a reduced quality of data with this new iOS 14 change. So to, to understand this at a broader spectrum, it's not going to affect advanced matching. So one point of the power five still holds. It's also not going to affect one person more than somebody else. So we're still going to be able to see an equal playing field. And, and you're going to see me define a lot of the impacts here on what is the impact versus what is the impact of you? How does it impact of best practices? And how does it impact uh, the ecosystem in general for you as an advertiser versus everybody else? So first thing, that quality of the data won't affect advanced matching, will affect everybody universally, and um, will be something that uh, you can still take action on. Now, where does this potentially cause an issue is that we have one of the issues raised is in our audiences. What about our retargeting? So first off, if you're doing retargeting, um, a lot of times it looks like, well, we're having add to carts and we're excluding purchases, right? Um, which, so the argument is, well, it's going to affect our add to cart audience because like we're only going to pass back people that add to cart and we're not only passing back the purchasers. Well, what it means is, are your, per are your exclusions really necessary? At this point, yes, they are, but it won't reduce the quality of the users that add to cart. Now, I'm going to get to another point because there is, we're going to see missing amounts of data, but that's another piece. Um, but it won't affect the customer journey in our existing retargeting audiences because our inclusions and exclusions will still work and they'll still be the same and they'll still function on the same logic. So our audience, our, our advanced matching unaffected around optimization using our data and everybody else's and our audiences around our customer journey and our campaigns and our ad sets unaffected in a way that affects us more directly than somebody else. Hi, Ash. Uh, so those two things, not a worry. Don't be concerned. You can do business as usual. As long as you're currently following best practices, you're going to continue to be okay. 
Third thing that people are saying, which is very true, is that we are going to see some elements blocked. There are going to be events that people block because you're going to have this ability to opt out. Now, that's already occurring. And there has been an increased rate of opt out and blocking and ad blocking and people not passing their data more and more every single year. This is a linear, this is a trend that happens on a consistent basis and the impact that we're going to see now may escalate some of that rate but we're already seeing that facebook is already under reporting stuff of people even if they click on facebook and buy in the facebook app in that session it's not always being attributed if they have an ad blocker on or for some other reasons of privacy we saw this also with california with the ccpa and what happens is facebook diverts the media towards places where people are, are converting a lot of times you know especially for those that were um you know, really paying attention when the CCPA happened, which was the California Consumer uh, Privacy uh, Protection stuff. You, California wasn't passing back any data unless the person opted in to being able to show that data. Now, what happened is we saw these banners appear on, on websites where basically you couldn't even use the website unless you set, accept cookies or something like that, in which case um, the blocking had effectively no impact. Also, um, we see situations where... Uh, uh, when that when that occurred, what Facebook did was it diverted budgets to other regions. And if you go back and you look at June, July, August, and when this had this huge worry, the end of the fucking world because CCPA happened, our performance wasn't really affected because Facebook diverted to other inventory that worked. We may have seen some, some clips or some issues, but unless you go back and actually look at delivery by region and identify where your, where your issues were, you probably still saw good performance. And if you do go back and look at regions, what happened is we saw that uh, delivery was routed from California to other states, which is what is going to happen here as well. People that block data are going to send back less data, which means the system is optimizing, is going to optimize where it can find the efficiencies on data that it does have. So with all this being said, if people are opting out one place of sending their data back, then they're going to represent a smaller portion of the data pool that we are looking at to optimize delivery towards. So we're just going to start sending, spending money and sending ads towards users in a place where we do collect the data because they have been defined as efficient enough for us to optimize to. Long, the TLDR on all that shit is if iOS 14 people are opting out, we're going to spend less money on the iOS 14 people that have opted out. So ultimately, the system will just adjust to showing people ads where they're going to be successful. Um, and this is going to be on all other devices and anybody that just is like, fuck it, I want to actually use the e-commerce store, so accept cookies and move on. And the vast majority of users are basically opting in to tracking or opting out of the blocking when they land on the store. So again, on this case, Yes, there's going to be increased blocking and reduced volume of data, but it's not the end of the world fucking scenario. It is a regular piece on the path that we have seen of lesser and lesser quality of that data. Now, how do we impact this? Let's get to the actionable piece. Now, before I get to that, I do want to also say this is happening to everybody. This is something that will impact you universally. This is something that the system will automatically optimize for if you are using auto placement, auto delivery, and whatever baiting model that you're doing, uh, so that you're basically not trying to force media into one lane, you're just letting the system do its job. So again, if you're following best practices, not a concern for you in that it is nothing, there's no action that you can take that will improve the scenario, and there's nothing that somebody else is doing that's gonna put them in a better place than you. So don't worry about it. 
continue business as usual, spend where you're winning and pull money back where you're losing. And we're going to see this process can just roll out like everything else that occurs. And just like CCPA and iOS 13 and iOS 12, we're going to see slight diminishing rates of efficiency on the platform as the platform reports it. And we're going to see the system shift media dollars to where it sees efficiencies based on what we've defined our business goals. And we're training the algorithm to understand uh, we want to spend money on. That will happen dynamically because, again, Facebook is the single best machine invented by man to create intent at scale with market forces to, to sell things. So don't, the more, don't worry about it. If you lean into the system, you're going to see better results than if you try to hack it. Because ultimately trying to hack it means that you're going to... The other response is people might say, well, I'm just going to exclude iOS 14. Well, iOS devices. Well, that's not going to help because you're going to see the same issues on Android devices. You're going to see the same issues on... Uh, you're gonna see the same issues on, on on laptop devices of the amount of data being passed back and forth. Ad blocker rates are gonna to continue to rise on all the platforms. If you then try to second guess where all that delivery should go, you're basically preventing Facebook from doing it. And in executing that type of strategy, you're abandoning the machine learning of what you have had in an in, in, uh, effort to take advantage of a short win in an isolated place that may or may not work out for you. And when you're doing that, Ultimately, you're facing this big issue of risking all of your account stability and future, and future success on undermining the platform from doing the thing that you're asking it to do, which is create intent based on machine learning and generate you dollars. So um, if you want to go that route, I wish you the best of luck, although we know that every other time we've done that, we've seen diminishing returns and we have to work really, really fucking hard to get lesser results. And that is just dumb. So. I'm not going to say, well, that, yeah, that's dumb. So don't worry about it. So with that being said, what is a solution here that we need to be worried about? Or what is the solution here that we need to be focusing in on? And this is very much, again, best practices. You should be already targeting broad audiences. If we have lesser data, a volume of data from each customer journey, then we need to dr drive more volume of data to maintain a level of efficiency on the quality of the inventory of our data set. The way that we do this is by getting into larger audiences, lower CPMs, higher volumes, so that we can get more positive and negative signals into the system. Again, uh, going broad here helps. And on top of going broad here helping, let me also tell you why interest groups and lookalikes are even worse than you might see by shopping around for 20 different interest groups and shopping around for 35 different lookalikes and trying to find the best audience and you know pulling fucking lottery tickets hoping to get rich. That issue is going to continue there because those data points are being affected in the same way. So the interest group issues are going to be addressed, are going to be, are going to be diminished in the quality. The lookalike audiences, you're going to be making lower quality lookalikes because they're based on lower quality data sets and because you're isolating a smaller piece of a lower quality data set to find, extrapolate a larger piece to somehow compete with providing Facebook the best opportunity. So again, this focuses even more into the element of power five of account simplicity. The way you're going to win this is by going broad, by getting big audiences, by spending large amounts of money in few amounts of places. Don't heavily diversify your account. Do what we've been, what I've been at least telling you to do this whole entire time, which is simplify your account as much as possible. 
and focus on single business objectives so you can train the uh, algorithm to understand what your goals are, either low CPA, maintaining CPA while, ma while raising spend, maybe whatever, whatever your objectives are. Focus on a primary objective and train the system to understand that that is what you're trying to do and conduct your tests against your control elements to see if you can improve on that metric. Another side of this that I want to get into is how we're tracking performance. Now, the big bugaboo about all of this is saying, well, Facebook data, we're getting a block, so we're not going to get credit for our sales. And then like our, our system's going to get worse and we're going to go down in flames. Here's what we've seen is just because Facebook doesn't see all the results doesn't mean that your Shopify goes down. Your store volume of sales doesn't diminish just because Facebook says that it does. Facebook, first off, shouldn't be your only source of data. But, but, but second, we are ultimately building an ecosystem to build business results off of. And right now, instead of measuring our success as what does my Facebook ROAS say, because remember, the Facebook ROAS is bullshit and it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, it's nice. It's a good metric for you in an isolated piece to understand if this week or this month was better than last week or last month. But what we really need to be measuring is our ecosystem ROAS. How much should we spend today across all platforms? How much should we make today on our store? I don't care about delayed attribution. That's a bullshit metric for people that are just trying to justify something. But you know who doesn't care about delayed attribution? You know who doesn't give a fuck about some sale that now Facebook says we got a 5X ROAS from a 1X ROAS three fucking weeks ago? The person spending the money. It's not additional revenue today because of something that happened. Yes, you can say, well, I got more money based on some ad dollar that I spent forever ago, but that's the wrong way of thinking about it. If you're measuring on a one day post click, then you will have seen your one day post click metric three weeks ago be better than it was the day before that. And based on that, you should be able to project good results, which gets us to our last, to another point here is that we are gonna be seeing a reduction and the attribution windows. It will no longer be a 28 day click, one day view. It's gonna be defaulting to seven day click. And honestly, you should be optimizing towards a one day click anyway. Um, if you can, if you're at any amount of scale, because that is the single unit rate of, me of measurement. And if you improve your one day click metric, everything else improves as a result. If you really wanna get good at your account and be able to make moves and not have to wait 28 days to see if you made a good decision, measure on a one day click, understand what that performance looks like, and then optimize towards that. Maybe your 28 day metric is a 3X ROAS and your goal is a 2.5, so that's good. Maybe the one day click there is a 0.8. Well, that means a 0.8 on a one day is gonna equal out to a 3x on your you know default attribution delayed whatever the fuck so a 0.8 on one on day one is absolutely successful and what's your goal is to get to a 0.9 it's simple as that all you need to do is measure out what is the lowest common denominator what do we call it? the leading indicator increase the efficiency on the leading indicator and you will see a lift across all other metrics so yes, delayed attribution is a thing that people talk about. And yes, there's this default window and people will talk about, oh, it's a three week uh, you know, uh, consideration window or it takes five weeks for people to really understand what's going on. Well, I'll tell you this, I, I've been working with people and, and myself also, I, I've spent tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on high ticket items, whether it's you know selling cars or ed tech, you know, education, like I used to work for this I, I, I did, um, you know, one of the clients that I worked on years ago was uh, a university and they were just selling courses, uh, getting people to sign up. And that was like a $5,000, $10,000 ticket item. We still measured it on a one day click because we understood the value of a one day click. So what you need to find here is what is your, 
I call it the ROAS multiplier, your ecosystem ROAS. If I'm getting a $50 CPA on a one day click, what does that look like on my default attribution? That might mean uh, it's a 35. Okay, so I'm seeing a lift. Let's let's use easy math. If I'm seeing a 50 today, maybe that equals a 25 in 28 days. So that means that I can project a 2x lift on my one day post click ROAS. So all I need to do is optimize Facebook to look to that one day post click ROAS and try to improve it. If I move that initial metric, if I move that one little pebble by 5%, I'm gonna see everything improve. Not only that, because you're driving higher quality users into your ecosystem, because you're making Facebook not have to make nearly as many guesses on future actions, you're actually gonna see uh, a smaller lift over time, but a greater efficiency on that leading metric. So you might go from a 0.8 to a 1.3, a 1.5. And what's gonna to happen to your default? It's gonna go from that three that we saw before to a four or five. Like you're going to see your performance improve because you're basing it off of the unit rate metric. And because of that, this introduction of iOS 14 is not going to affect you in any way unless your business model, if you're an agency or you're a business owner, uh, unless your measurement of results is based off of some place where you're lying to yourself, you're saying, well, I spent money today, I'm hoping to see it however fuck down the line, but you know who doesn't give a fuck about that? Your finance department, your credit cards, your suppliers, your customers. Nobody gives a fuck about that metric. They wanna know, hey, how much money did I make today? If you get on a client call and you say, well, last month we're actually now sitting at like a four, you know, like nobody cares. You're patting yourself on the back over something that doesn't matter. That money is already spent. That revenue is already accounted for. That spend has already been uh, attributed inside of the, your your um, your your finance department. And if you see great results today because of something that happened before, that's great. Let's just find the people that are more likely to take action today. And it might be because today is the tenth touch point. It might be because of some impression that happened three weeks ago. That's totally fine. Let's optimize towards the people that are likely to buy today because that's gonna allow us to optimize for results today so that we can ultimately improve the lowest common denominator of how every single platform works. This will also solve the problem of, well, we got attribution across three channels, I don't know who to give credit to, all this stuff. One day post-click is the single unit rate that's gonna reduce the amount of issue in that attribution. Because honestly, like, if somebody clicks on a Facebook ad and a Google ad and an email today and they make a purchase, like that is an abnormal experience. And if that person does it, then mazel tov to them. You don't get three more sales, but like, okay, today that's what happened. It doesn't matter about the attribution to each individual channel. What matters is what is the contribution of that channel to your overall ecosystem health and how much money did you spend today and how much revenue did you drive today versus how many sales? And that's gonna happen on organic pieces, that's gonna happen on email and SMS, that's gonna happen on search, it's gonna happen on Pinterest, it's gonna happen on Facebook, it's gonna happen on YouTube, it's gonna happen on Snapchat. All of those platforms together are going to drive revenue today. What you need to understand is how much revenue came from somebody taking an action today and resulted in sales today on my store and allow the platforms to optimize that user experience throughout the funnel to deliver you those results. And what it ultimately, what this means is, as we, um, as we, um, you know, have to move from this default of a 28 day click one day view, it's not actually going to impact negatively anybody who's basing their business success and the relationships with their clients on honesty. Because if you were saying, I spent this much money today, I gave you this much revenue today, you're already setting the bar. Now, if you have this delayed thing and you're trying to figure out how do I wait into the new world, 
there is a simple path to doing this. And this is something I, I actually do already on everything that I'm working with, but is understand what that delayed metric is and understand what your one day post click is. And again, like we said, maybe your one day post click is a $50 CPA, but after 28 days, it turns into $25 CPA. Well, what is that metric over the last three months, over the last six months? And define what that, I call it a ROAS multiplier or you know, understand how that data will mature. And the honest truth is you're probably gonna find that there's a pretty linear relationship. Month over month, it basically is gonna see a 20% lift or a 3X lift or whatever that number is. And that way you can say to people, we're redefining what success is because we're changing the measurement. And what this really needs, if you need to establish an, uh, an example, is you're going from Fahrenheit to Celsius, right? Or maybe Celsius to Fahrenheit. It's 50 degrees here, but it's really only 17 here. It's just, it's, they're both true. You're just now going to the unit rate. We're basically abandoning the empirical system and everybody around the world is uh, going on the metric. And all that means more than anything is, um, all that means more than anything is that we now have to just tell you, hey, before when you were happy on a 75, on a 75 degree day, when it was, you know, you're out by the beach, really that means it's a like 18 degree day. Same exact everything. This is just redefining that language. And that's all you need to do. And then project out what the next months are going to look like. And your only primary focus should be moving your primary KPI on that lowest measurement over the next month, over the next quarter, over the next year, right? That's all that you're doing anyway. So there's not a big scary thing of like, oh, Facebook's unreporting. We don't care what Facebook's reporting anyway because we understand what our benchmark of success is, what that means now that we've converted Fahrenheit to Celsius. We've gone from a default click, you know, 28 day click, one day view down to a one day post click. We understand what that is. We're now optimizing towards that one day post click. So we're gonna get better and better on that leading indicator. And knowing that if it gets three times better, if we move it from a one to a 1.2, that means that we're lifting our default from a three to a 3.6. That's still what we're doing. It just means that we're now, we're not gonna be focusing on this long tail version of reporting, we're just now going to the one day post click, which I've been preaching for years and I hope that you've been doing anyway, but if you haven't, that's fine. It takes a, maybe half an hour in Excel. I did this last night myself on something and it took me, you know, 30 minutes or something in Excel to go back over the last six months and understand what my reporting was then versus what it is now. And it is very simple to just define what those metrics are and it will be easy for you to do. And you just optimize towards that and you move on with your life. So iOS 14 will not be an impact in the success there. Now, where this will impact you on iOS 14 is let's say previously, we were seeing a $50 CPA on the one day post click and we see that rise to $25. If that's our standard and then immediately when this goes in because we see more ad blocking that 50 becomes, let's say a 75. Let's say it gets 50% worse, it won't, but let's say it gets 50% worse for easy math. The $25 still where we're expecting things to go. So now instead of a 2X multiplier, it's a 3X multiplier, simple enough. The ratio of our multiplier on our performance on a one day post click is changed because we're seeing lesser data. But we can understand that because we've established a, ben a long standing benchmark of what that multiplier looks like and what our performance looks like. And then as that constant changes because of a lesser data, it doesn't actually mean that things are costing you more. It just means that you're, you're seeing less attributed results to that spend. 
It just means that that multiplier increases. And you're going to be able to defend that by saying, here's the long data set. Here's our multiplier. It now seems like this $50 now is $75. All things are made equal. And your Shopify store is still seeing the same results. So we're just going to multiply this number by three instead of by two. And that is simple. You're just saying, I've established a constant. I know my multiplier on that constant to change it from Fahrenheit to Celsius. And now I understand that my Fahrenheit measurement, basically my thermometer is off a little bit. And we all know this, if you're baking, like some ovens are hotter than others, or if you're using a scale, sometimes they're like five, you know, whatever. It's the same thing. It just means that a trusted source of truth on Facebook side to measuring performance is one that we have to make slight adjustments to because that source of truth now is of a different quality. But it doesn't mean ultimately that our ecosystem ROAS is going to be affected because we're still spending a certain amount of money in Facebook and we're seeing a certain amount of money in our Shopify. And if we have multiple channels, we're still going to be measuring success by how much money do we spend and how much money do we make. And ultimately, this should force you to one, be far more transparent in your results, two, make relationships if you're on an agency side with your clients and where you're building a relationship for long-term success or on your own side where you're, where you're going to be forced to focus on actual measurable uh, and attributable metrics instead of worrying about some like larger ecosystem with all sorts of attribution, this big, huge web of all sorts of media and trying to understand what works. I will make dashboards where I literally will say, Shopify revenue, Shopify uh, number of conversions, and then what is my overall CPA and my overall spend? Right now, I understand that I'm getting sales from other platforms. So then next to that, I'll say, how much revenue do I get from email and SMS? How much revenue and how much was my spend, conversion amount, and, and value from Facebook and from Google and from Pinterest and Snapchat and any other platform? And then I'll be able to say, what percentage... Uh, of my spend, what percentage came from each platform? And of my revenue, what percentage came from each platform? And of my total revenue, how, what is the contribution of each platform to the bottom line? And what we're going to see with this blocking is those contributions to the bottom line are effectively going to remain the same. It's just going to be that the overall contribution to the whole is going to be less. And we're going to be able to see that in black and white very quickly because maybe before it was 80% of results came from paid media. And then overnight it goes to 40% of results come from paid media. Now we know all we have to do is project a 2x lift over our current benchmarks because we're seeing a 50% blocking of data. Now that is a doomsday scenario version of the thing and that is nowhere close to what's happening. I'm just doing that for simple math. It's probably gonna be more like 5% or 10%. We don't really know, but every time this has been implemented, it's been a slow growth and maybe this is a more aggressive one, but it doesn't really fucking matter. So my point to all of this is, if you're measuring an ecosystem ROAS and you understand the contribution by margin by each individual platform, then you're not gonna have to worry about lesser reporting of data because you're reporting instead of on a default, you're going down to a one day post click, which means you're defining your goal across the lowest unit measurement. And as that lowest unit measurement constant changes as the value of that metric, you're gonna be able to translate that from, again, Fahrenheit to Celsius in a way that is easily understandable and digestible by anybody that's looking at it and you've backed that by large amounts of data so you're constant and you're good to go. And hopefully you're using this to take best practices in and optimize towards a one-day post-click anyway. That was a long-winded thing, but I wanted to just make sure I drove that the fuck home. Next piece is, and by the way, all of that handles, that last 15, 20 minutes or whatever, handles 99% of the fear-mongering and bullshit that people put out there and tells you how to solve for it. Again, to review just those pieces, go broad, Optimize towards a one-day post-click and understand your primary KPI and make that better. 
understand your ecosystem ROAS and, and what you are expecting a contribution from your paid media to deliver and ultimately define success at the store level. Is this month better than last month in overall revenue and volume of sales? I don't care where the sales are coming from, what the attributed value is. If everything's getting hit, then the, the, then all we really care about is, is this month better than last month? And if it is, what did we do this month different than last month? Did Facebook get more efficient this month? Great. So Facebook efficiencies are helping drive stuff. It's our offers. I mean, that is an overly simplified version of it. But you're going to be able to understand what did I change from before? And the result, and what the result of that change, I will see in my revenue column. And all you need to do is make sure that revenue column matches your business objective, whether it's top line growth, bottom line growth, whatever it happens to be. You need more profit off of the dollars you're spending, or you want more volume of sales. Whatever your goal is, it's easily defined in a dashboard that you can build on Google Sheets in like 30 minutes and takes zero dollars in any data or like software to put together. And might take you honestly an hour, two hours to completely set up and backfill the last six months. And then we'll take you maybe 15, 20 minutes a day to take a look at. And then based on that, you're gonna optimize everything else around one simple thing because you're simplifying your ad accounts so you're not diversifying your spend. So you're sending the most amount of data into the fewest amount of places. And then you're optimizing that for moving one specific variable into a more improved scenario. So your KPI, if it's CPA, you're spending as much money as possible and as few amount of places to get a lower CPA. That's it. All the other bullshit is, is fancy fucking window dressing. All you're really doing is you're trying to give that data. Now, if I'm gonna give um, a larger scope of what all this looks like, you need to benchmark your KPIs. You need to understand what your ROAS multiplier, or what I call your confidence multiplier is for everything. And you need to measure your ecosystem ROAS. Now, what does all of this ultimately mean? All of this really means is that Apple is forcing paid media digital advertising channels to behave more like television. That's it. And that is the future of eventually you're gonna be less and less and less data. The thing that made digital advertising really sexy on the insight that you could get and the amount of control is going away. That doesn't mean that it's not effective. It just means that it's unfair advantage in the marketplace is getting diminished a little bit and a little bit and a little bit because of the amount of data that we're allowed to share and the user experience uh, with that data is being changed by the device holder and by laws. And we're ultimately probably in a space where we're passing too much information and this is just the future because legislation never catches up with technology. And you could honestly predict that probably in five or 10 years, you're gonna be able to just say this person purchased or not. That is an extremely likely scenario, but is easy to plan for because the roadmap to success already exists. You can chase down 30 fucking different audiences and a million different ads and try to have this giant fucking ecosystem, which if we're going back to the television analogy, means you're running 30 different versions of a commercial on a million different late night cable television stations and trying to really try to attribute all your success to one or the other, but you're working really fucking hard and you're pulling fucking lottery tickets and everywhere you win is offset by 10 other losses. Or, you can go broad and let the platform do all the thinking for you, where it's a dynamically like under using machine AI to basically say, I'm going to build in America. It's like, I'm just going to spend my money on ABC, NBC, Fox, and CBS. That's like most of the people. And I'm just going to let it ride there. That is what you would do 25 years ago um, in television. And that's what we're going to be doing the next five years here in Facebook. 
or anywhere is that you're letting the machine data see the largest amount of audience and the most amount of opportunity. You're giving it the most amount of signals and information to let it make the choices. And all you're doing is you're optimizing and training that algorithm to understand what your business objectives are and you're defining a primary KPI and improving it. So ultimately, iOS 14 um, is not a big deal. If anybody's trying to scare you about iOS 14, tag them in, in this video or let me know what they're telling you. The path forward to success is really fucking simple. It's embrace the power five if we, as we've already been taught and do Facebook best practices. Improve the legitimacy and honesty of your reporting and understand what your contribution to the bottom line is as a media buyer and as a business and as an agency. Where people are going to struggle is if they try to outsmart the system and do a bunch of fucking hacks to try to beat it. What that means is they're going to abandon the thing that makes Facebook strong and instead work really fucking hard to try to keep pace with those that are doing smart work instead of hard work. What this also means is that if you are building your business model, if you're an agency and you're building your business model on performance and you don't have any relationship with the with your client on overall business metrics, you're going to see some struggles because you're getting less and less results. And, and the store is just going to see more organic traffic. They're like, well, I don't know. We're just seeing more and more results. Facebook is a less and less a piece of our thing. We're going to pay you less. So the way you get ahead of this is simple. Understand your ecosystem ROAS. Identify and benchmark your KPIs. Optimize towards that lowest common denominator and improve it. Simplify your ad account, spending more money in fewer places. Identify your primary KPI and optimize all of your efforts towards it. Do your creative testing, your automation, your whatever you're doing to try to do the one thing that is your primary goal this month or this week or this quarter and move that needle and measure it by a one-day post-click because that's the same measurement you can do across all paid channels. And when you have a conversation with a client, or if it's you, the business owner, then um, your primary objective is to generate either more revenue today for the same amount of dollars or maintain your profit margin at more dollars spent. So that's either maintaining efficiency or scaling efficiency. So this is all very simple. And anybody that is overcomplicating this, I have not seen very many people try to overcomplicate this that aren't also selling solutions. And I'm giving you the solutions already. Embrace the power of five, measure on a one-day post-click, and understand your contribution to the margin. Run your Facebook media buying as a part of a business. Understand your business goals, your business contributions, and your objectives. And then do a better job next month than you did this month and better than last month. If you do that, you're going to be fine. And ultimately, understand your ability to hack the system and to work really fucking hard to be smarter than somebody else is going to get diminished and diminished and diminished. If you want to be smarter and you want to be successful, understand that it is no longer about going into the box and getting under the hood and doing a bunch of work. 
but more about understanding how you can have a solid business relationship with your end goals, whether it's you as the owner or you as an agency for a client. Transparency, honesty, accuracy, and simplicity are your path forward. Outside of that, there's a few things you need to do, like verify your account, make sure you define a couple pieces. There's a couple to-dos, but it's business as usual, man. And if anybody tells you different, fuck them. All right, that is about all I got. So um, please feel free to ask any questions. And I normally give homework and some other things um, every week. So in the in the spirit of being giving, um, I'm gonna just say instead of a homework this week, just I wish you the best of luck, and I'll give a big discount to anybody that wants to join the Slack channel. Um, just ask me for fifty percent off, and I'll give it to you. Um, if you're this far into the video, that'll be the bonus today. No homework, just a giveaway. Um, so anyway, I hope you're doing well. And uh, if anybody, if any snake oil salesmen are selling you solutions by instilling fear, tell them to go fuck themselves. And um, I'll gladly be here to help you for free all the time because us all winning together means that we all win. And um, at me if you got any questions, I guess. Anyway, hopefully that's helpful. Um, get a chance to get out of here a little bit early today. But I just wanted to focus it all on iOS 14. So that's it. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Boop, 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 boop. Uh. Do, 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 do. Uh. Boop, boop, boop.